0: Hello, this is Dr. Kenny Akins, the 3D Woman, and in this podcast, I'm going to be teaching you the concept of trust in what I have titled, Having Unshakable Trust in God. Having Unshakable Trust in God. This podcast will highlight to you what trust in God means. And beyond trusting in God what unshakable trust in God is then I'm going to be linking faith and trust together because there are two ingredients that work together for you to have unshakable trust in God and then the elements of trust what and what do you need to have unshakable trust so that you can have victory in all aspects of your life okay a lot of people say so much about trusting in God you know I trust in God but really is it possible to have unshakable trust in the face of all that life throws at you in the face of shame in the face of pain is it possible to still hold on to your anchor which is the word of God one thing is knowing about trusting God. Another thing is the practicality. I'm going to show you a few scriptures that tells about our trust in God. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. The Bible says, Trust in the Lord with all your hearts and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. The NLT translation says trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Other translations says he will show you or tell you what to do. The anchor word here is all. So until it is all or until it is total then you, we cannot say you have unshakable trust in God. It must be all. You can't hold on to, to some aspect of it and let go of other, of other aspects of it. If it's going to be total, if it's going to be a resolute trust, then it has to be all of it. The moment you trust him with all, the moment you entrust him with all, then you will not, there's no plan B here. You you will not be able to depend on your own understanding. You are focused totally on Him to show you, to lead you, to tell you what to do. The second scripture is in Psalm 125 verse 1. The Bible says, Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be removed but abided forever. I love to read from other translations so that I can really drive this point home. Another translation says those who trust in the Lord are secure as Mount Zion they will not be defeated but will endure forever like you all know a mountain is something that is immovable that cannot be shaken that is strong that is static and that's that scripture says that your trust in the Lord makes you secure as a mountain so the security in you trusting absolutely in god there's security in it that means that the risk factor the risk factor that it will fail or that you will fall is low or non-existent another scripture i'd like to quickly quote is jeremiah 17 verse 7. the bible says but blessed is the one who trusts in the lord whose confidence is in him another translation says blessed are those who trust in the lord and have made the lord their god their hope and their confidence so you see you cannot say you have complete trust or absolute trust in god and you are not casting all and you do not know or you are or you are unsure of your security Anyone who has absolute trust in God has boldness, is confident that come rain, come sunshine, whatever it is, he or she is going to prevail. And that is what unshakable Trust is all about. Now, let me quickly connect faith and trust together. I like to call faith and trust siblings. They're like brothers and sisters, you know, uh, because they work together work together if you don't have faith you cannot build your trust and confidence in God and how does faith come faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God as it is said in Romans 10 verse 17 you have to have faith consistently listening to the Word of God understanding what scripture is saying concerning your situation I gave an illustration some time ago when I was speaking and i said our faith in god or in his word is like we taking a is like you taking an exam most times you're preparing for an exam and you've read very i mean wildly uh, you read wide and you've covered all the topics you don't know the aspect that the examiner is going to bring the questions from so the onus is on you to ensure that you cover up all your topics now the moment you step into the exam all and the questions are brought, immediately you see the questions. Your brain picks it, it activates that side of Um, um, where the topic you have read is, and you are able to bring to remembrance, and then you start writing down. Now, when the situation of life happens and you have nothing stood up, you have nothing nothing to write during the examination of your life. is how you build faith you build faith by consistently meditating reading the scriptures and knowing what the scripture is saying specifically concerning the situations of your life so that when life happens you can draw from that well and you can activate those things that god is saying for a victorious living there's a scripture in psalm 46 verse 10 the bible says be still and know that i am god i will be exalted among the heathen now you cannot be still in the face of adversity, if you do not have unshakable trust that is based on the in-depth of God's word that you know, you can't be still. You will fret, you will be afraid, you will doubt, you will run elder skelter. And how much of these things can you do for yourself? So you can only be still and know that He is God when you have unshakable trust in Him, that no matter what happens, that God has got your back. That scripture further went down to say the lord of hosts is with us so i mean he is emmanuel god is always in with you god is always watching your back whether we see it or we do not see it he is there listening he is there watching he is there caring look at this scripture in psalm 56 verse 3 the bible says when i am afraid i put my trust in you so that trust does not negate fear but yes faith is there but you choose um, fear um, fear is there but you choose faith i'll say that again when i am afraid i put my trust in you so it doesn't negate the fact that fear is is there it doesn't mean that the problem is, is 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 absent but you choose faith over fear that is unshakable trust in god okay Now, what are the elements of having unshakable trust in God? In other words, if we are to truly move from and exercise this trust so that we move from just saying it to living it, what are the things, the key ingredients that makes you To have unshakable trust in God. Those five elements is actually spelled out from the same word trust. T-R-U-S-T. The first T there is truth. Truth. John 8.32 says the word of God. Concerning the word of God that it is that the, the truth that you know will set you free. The truth that you know. Which is the word of God. Truth is everywhere, throughout the scriptures. But until you know it for yourself, until you find it, until you believe it for yourself and activate it, you cannot be free. In other words, it is the truth that you know that makes you free. That's why you see some other people walking in victory because they've been able to acknowledge the truth about what God is saying concerning their own situation. Have you activated yours? Have you found your own truth? that is tailor made for you god's promises to us is a form of truth to us because god cannot lie hebrews 6 verse 13 to 18 specifically verse 18 the bible says so god has given both his promise and his oath these two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for god to lie so The Bible calls it the immutability of his counsel, that by these two immutable things, God cannot lie. So, is there any promise that God has given you? God is dead serious about it. God is not lying about it. The, 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 The onus is on you to be able to find out those promises from his word, which is the truth he has given you. So, if everything around you fails, you can count on his word, which is the truth. And that truth is what negates every lie of the enemy. Every lie that the enemy has told you. Every every whisper, every negative negativity, that truth is what will make you free. Number two is rest. The arrow there is rest. Rest is an element that strengthens your trust in God. Psalm 37 verse 3 to 7. I'd like to quickly read that. The Bible says, Trust in the Lord and do good, so shall thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way unto the Lord, trust him also, and he will bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Verse 7, Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself because of him who prospereth in his way because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass, Can you see the rest factor there? So, you see, you cannot claim you have unshakable trust when rest is missing. When you rely on God, that means you are resting in Him. So that when fear, when fretting, and all of those things show up, you are comforted by scriptures and your rest is assured. The scripture says here yeah, you should rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. So you see, most times when we are trusting God for a thing, particular thing, you know, or you've made a request to the Lord, there are a few things that can happen. When you ask, when you make a request to the Lord, you can get three answers. The first answer is a yes, the second one is a no, and the third one is a wait. And that's why the, the waiting and the rest, they are working together in this verse 7. It says, Rest in the Lord. And wait patiently for him. So if you are not the type of person who can wait and you're always agitated, you will not be able to exercise your unshakable trust in God. And really, what God is very particular about is not you getting a yes there or you getting a no. But when you wait and you are your, your rest is assured, the most important thing God is focused on is who you have become in the process of waiting. So that if ultimately it's a yes or it's a no, you, you 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 can you can you can you can you can evolve out of whatever it is that you are trusting him for when you are resting in the Lord and you see some other persons succeeding the Bible is saying here you you your mind is at, at rest and at peace with him and you are not you are not agitated, you are gonna wait for your own time because God's timing for every one of us is different my prayer this day is that your rest is assured in jesus name number three is the you which is understanding proverbs 4 7 the bible says get wisdom and in all you're getting get understanding get understanding understanding will enable you to discern god's ways understanding will help you to discern god's ways Philippians 4, 7 says, And the peace of God which passes all understanding will keep you. So you see, you can't understand it all. You cannot. The situation you are going through right now, you can't understand it. You don't know what God wants to bring out of it. But when you rely on Him and you allow the peace of God, through the Word of God, filter through those situations, it will lead to a depth of human comprehension that will make you have unshakable trust, To hold on still regardless of what you are going through it will help you discern give you a sense of discernment and then you can have peace and you can be still even in the midst of the storm in the midst of the storm the S there is strength you cannot tell me you have unshakable trust when your strength is failing when your strength has failed Psalm 28 verse 7 and 8 The Bible says The Lord is my strength and my shield My heart trusts in Him And He helps me My heart leaps for joy And with my song I praise Him The Lord is the strength of His people A fortress A fortress of salvation for His anointed one So you see how strength and trust work together The Bible says, when I am weak, then I am strong, because God's strength is made perfect in my weaknesses. So where you think your energy has carried you, where you think you've exhausted, that is a starting point for God. That is a starting point for God. And there is no how you will acknowledge the strength of God in your weakness that you will not be able to activate the strength of God. You need to understand what your stress relief patterns are. For me, worship works for me. Worship works for me. When I'm weak, when I can't pray, when I'm down and I'm out and I've lost it all, I just lay before him and I worship. Once I begin to worship Him, I can't even find words to pray. I can't even pray. I just lift up my hands and in my living room, I'm worshiping in the depth of worship without any form of distraction. And I'm focused, my gaze is on Him. And at that time, I'm looking at my inadequacies. My, my inadequacies and everything is exposed. I'm bare before Him. I'm naked before Him. That is when He can come and feel me. And once He does that, trust me the next moment i'm up and i'm doing so what is your own where do you tap your own strength from some other people is reading the scripture some other people might be reading the motivational book some other thing they might be listening to worship so for me it's me worshiping god not necessarily listening to worship so sometimes when i start worshiping the lord the strength comes and i can switch over to then listening to worship each and every one of you must have what gives you strength that fuels your unshakable trust. And the last T there is time. Give it time. I'll say that again: give it time. Time is a healer, time is a revealer, time is a restorer. And as you hold on to your unshakable trust in God, in his time, he will make it beautiful. Yes, you know what the scripture says. If you have if you have a revelation of time, you will not be in haste, you will wait. God is never too early. God is never too late. He's always right on time. Okay, so that's it. I hope you were able to take a thing or two with you. I'd like to say a word of prayer before I end this podcast. And I want you to say after me, Father, I hold on to my unshakable trust in you. I rest in your word and allow your peace that passes all understanding to keep me. I declare you are my strength, and in your time, you will make all things beautiful for me. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, everyone, and you have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Hello. This is Dr. Kenny Akins, the 3D woman. And in this podcast, I'm going to be teaching you the concept of trust in what I have titled Having Unshakable Trust in God. Having Unshakable Trust in God. This podcast will highlight to you what trust in God means and beyond trusting in God, what unshakable trust in God is then I'm going to be linking faith and trust together because they are two ingredients that work together for you to have unshakable trust in God and then the elements of trust what and what do you need to have unshakable trust so that you can have victory in all aspects of your life Okay, a lot of people say so much about trusting in God, you know I trust in God, but really, is it possible to have unshakable trust in the face of all that life throws at you, in the face of shame, in the face of pain, is it possible to still hold on to your anchor, which is the word of God? One thing is knowing about trusting God. Another thing is the practicality. I'm going to show you a few scriptures that tells about our trust in God. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. The Bible says, "Trust in the Lord with all your hearts and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path." The NLT translation says trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Other translations is, he will show you or tell you what to do. The anchor word here is all. So until it is all or t- until it is total, then you we cannot say you have unshakable trust in god it must be all you can not hold on to, to some aspect of it and let go of other of other aspects of it if it's going to be total if it's going to be a resolute trust then it has to be all of it the moment you trust him with all the moment you entrust him with all then you will not there's no plan b here You you will not be able to depend on your own understanding. You are focused totally on Him to show you, to lead you, to tell you what to do. The second scripture is in Psalm 125 verse 1. The Bible says, Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be removed but abided forever. I love to read from other translations so that I can really drive this point home. Another translation says those who trust in the Lord are secure as Mount Zion they will not be defeated but will endure forever like you all know a mountain is something that is immovable that cannot be shaken that is strong that is static and that's that scripture says that your trust in the Lord makes you secure as a mountain so the security in you trusting absolutely in God, there's security in it. That means that the risk factor, the risk factor that it will fail or that you will fall, is low or non existent. Another scripture I would like to quickly quote is Jeremiah 17, verse 7. The Bible says, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in Him. Another translation says, Blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their God, their hope, and their confidence. So you see, you cannot say you have complete trust or absolute trust in God, and you are not casting all, and you do not know, or you are or you are unsure of your security. Anyone who has absolute trust in God has boldness, is confident that come rain, come sunshine, whatever it is, he or she is going to prevail. And that is what unshakable Trust is all about. Now, let me quickly connect faith and trust together. I like to call faith and trust siblings. They're like brothers and sisters, you know, uh, because they work together they work together if you don't have faith you cannot build your trust and confidence in God and how does faith come faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God as it is said in Romans 10 verse 17 you have to have faith consistently listening to the Word of God understanding what scripture is saying concerning your situation I gave an illustration some time ago when I was speaking and I said, our faith in God or in his word is like we taking a, is like you taking an exam. Most times you're preparing for an exam and you've read very, I mean, wildly. Uh, you read wide and you've covered all the topics. You don't know the aspect that the examiner is going to bring the questions from. So the onus is on you to ensure that you cover up all your topics. Now, the moment you step into the exam hall and the questions are brought... Immediately you see the questions, your brain picks it, it activates that side of um, um where the topic you have read is, and you're able to bring to remembrance, and then you start writing down. Now, when the situation of life happens and you have nothing stood up, you have nothing nothing to write during the examination of your life. So, this is how you build faith. You build faith by consistently meditating reading the scriptures and knowing what the scripture is saying specifically concerning the situations of your life so that when life happens you can draw from that well and you can activate those things that God is saying for a victorious living. There's a scripture in Psalm 46 verse 10 the Bible says be still and know that I am God I will be exalted among the heathen. Now you cannot be still in the face of adversity if you do not have unshakable trust that is based on the in-depth of God's word that you know. You can't be still. You will fret, you will be afraid, you will doubt, you will run elder skelter. And how much of these things can you do for yourself? So you can only be still and know that He is God when you have unshakable trust in Him, that no matter what happens, that God has got your back. That scripture for that went down to say the Lord of hosts is with us. So, I mean, he is Emmanuel. God is always in with you, God is always watching your back, whether we see it or we do not see it. He is there, listening, he is there, watching, he is there, caring. Look at this scripture in Psalm 56, verse 3. The Bible says, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. So, that trust does not negate fear but yes faith is there but you choose um, fear um, fear is there but you choose faith i'll say that again when i am afraid i put my trust in you so it doesn't negate the fact that fear is is there it doesn't mean that the problem is, is, is 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 absent but you choose faith over fear that is unshakable trust in god okay Now, what are the elements of having unshakable trust in God? In other words, if we are to truly move from and exercise this trust so that we move from just saying it to living it, what are the things, the key ingredients that makes you To have unshakable trust in God. Those five elements is actually spelled out from the same word trust. T-R-U-S-T. The first T there is truth. Truth. John 8.32 says the word of God. Concerning the word of God that it is that the, the truth that you know will set you free. The truth that you know. Which is the word of God truth is everywhere throughout the scriptures but until you know it for yourself until you find it until you believe it for yourself and activate it you cannot be free in other words it is the truth that you know that makes you free that's why you see some other people walking in victory because they've been able to acknowledge the truth about what god is saying concerning their own situation have you activated yours have you found your own truth is tailor-made for you god's promises to us is a form of truth to us because god cannot lie hebrews 6 verse 13 to 18 specifically verse 18 the bible says so god has given both his promise and his oath these two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for god to lie so The Bible calls it the immutability of his counsel, that by these two immutable things, God cannot lie. So, is there any promise that God has given you? God is dead serious about it. God is not lying about it. The, 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 The onus is on you to be able to find out those promises from his word, which is the truth he has given you. So, if everything around you fails, you can count on his word, which is the truth. And that truth is what negates every lie of the enemy. Every lie that the enemy has told you. Every, every whisper, every negative negativity, that truth is what will make you free. Number two is rest. The arrow there is rest. Rest is an element that strengthens your trust in God. Psalm 37 verse 3 to 7. I'd like to quickly read that. The Bible says, Trust in the Lord and do good, so shall thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way unto the Lord, trust him also, and he will bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Verse 7 Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself because of him who prospereth in his way. Because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass, can you see the rest factor there? So you see, you cannot claim you have unshakable trust when rest is missing. When you rely on God, that means you are resting in Him. So that when fear, when fretting, and all of those things show up, you are comforted by Scriptures, and your rest is assured. Scripture says here you should rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. So, you see, most times when we are trusting God for a thing, particular thing, or you've made a request to the Lord, there are a few things that can happen. When you ask, when you make a request to the Lord, you can get three answers. The first answer is a yes, the second one is a no, and the third one is a wait. And that's why the the waiting and the rest they are working together in this verse 7. It says, rest in the Lord. And wait patiently for him so if you are not the type of person who can wait and you're always agitated you will not be able to exercise your unshakable trust in God and really what God is very particular about is not you getting a yes there or you getting a no but when you wait and your, your rest is assured the most important thing God is focused on is who you have become in the process of waiting so that if ultimately it's a yes or it's a no, you 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 can you can you can you can you can evolve out of whatever it is that you are trusting him for. When you are resting in the Lord and you see some other persons succeeding, the Bible is in here, you, you you your mind is at, at rest and at peace with him, and you are not you are not agitated, you are gonna wait for your own time because God's timing for every one of us. different my prayer this day is that your rest is assured in Jesus name number three is the you which is understanding Proverbs 4 7 the Bible says get wisdom and in all you're getting get understanding get understanding understanding will enable you to discern God's ways understanding will help you to discern God's ways Philippians 4, 7 says, And the peace of God which passes all understanding will keep you. So you see, you can't understand it all. You cannot. The situation you are going through right now, you can't understand it. You don't know what God wants to bring out of it. But when you rely on Him and you allow the peace of God, through the Word of God, filter through those situations, it will lead to a depth of human comprehension that will make you have unshakable trust trust. To hold on, still, regardless of what you are going through. It will help you discern, give you a sense of discernment. And then you can have peace. And you can be still even in the midst of the storm. In the midst of the storm. The S there is strength. You cannot tell me you have unshakable trust when your strength is failing. When your strength has failed. Psalm 28 verse 7 and 8 The Bible says The Lord is my strength and my shield My heart trusts in Him And He helps me My heart leaps for joy And with my song I praise Him The Lord is the strength of His people A fortress A fortress of salvation for His anointed one So you see how strength and trust work together the Bible says, when I am weak, then I am strong. Because God's strength is made perfect in my weaknesses. So where you think your energy has carried you, where you think you've exhausted, that's where God that is a starting point for God. That is a starting point for God. And there is no how you will acknowledge the strength of God in your weakness that you will not be able to activate the strength of God. You need to understand what your stress relief patterns are for me worship works for me worship works for me when i'm weak when i can't pray when i'm down and i'm out and i have lost it all i just lay before him and i worship Once I begin to worship Him, I can't even find words to pray. I can't even pray. I just lift up my hands and in my living room, I'm worshiping in the depth of worship without any form of distraction. And I'm focused, my gaze is on Him. And at that time, I'm looking at my inadequacies. My my inadequacies and everything is exposed. I'm bare before Him. I'm naked before Him. That is when He can come and feel me. And once He does that, trust me the next moment i'm up and i'm doing so what is your own where do you tap your own strength from some other people is reading the scripture some other people it might be reading the motivational book some other thing they might be listening to worship so for me it's me worshiping god not necessarily listening to worship so sometimes when i start worshiping the lord the strength comes and i can switch over to then listening to worship each and every one of you must have what gives you strength that fuels your unshakable trust and the last T there is time give it time I'll say that again give it time time is a healer time is a revealer time is a restorer and as you hold on to your unshakable trust in God in his time he will make it beautiful yes you know what the scripture says if you have if you have a revelation of time you will not be in haste you will wait God is never too early. God is never too late. He's always right on time. Okay, so that's it. I hope you were able to take a thing or two with you. I'd like to say a word of prayer before I end this podcast. And I want you to say after me, Father, I hold on to my unshakable trust in you. I rest in your word and allow your peace that passes all understanding to keep me. I declare you are my strength. And in your time, you will make all things beautiful for me. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, everyone. And you have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.